Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, Bully Ray and I talk about Monday Night Raw especially Cody Rhodes. He addressed the WWE Universe. Where do they go from here? We talk about it, myself and Bully. Also, you gotta love that 24-7 championship. And now Asuka and Becky are involved. What a great creative decision. I'll break that down too on the Busted Open Podcast. Seth Rollins is still the biggest asshole in the WWE. And Byron Saxton asking the question, but why? That's your answer. Seth Rollins is an asshole. That's why. Also, too, Bully, and I bring this up, and I brought it up on the show yesterday, and I'm going to bring it up again. How great is Corey Graves on commentary? I don't think there's anybody that's doing it better right now than Corey Graves. And I love the fact that Corey Graves... As a quote-unquote heel announcer, even Corey during that segment is like, somebody stop him. Somebody seriously hurt. Somebody please come out and stop Seth Rollins. I thought a very, very good segment, not only from Cody and what he had to say to the WWE Universe, but from Seth Rollins as well. Very interesting because... That whole segment basically is what we talked about yesterday on the show. Yep. Imagine the Seth turn would have never happened last night. Then basically that segment is exactly what we talked about on our show about how they could have turned Seth babyface last night and it would have worked like a charm. It would have worked perfectly because the minute Seth told Cody, that Dusty was proud of him and you saw Cody get a bit choked up. That's it. They had the people hook, line, and sinker. Palm of the hand, shaking of the hands. You could hear the tone in Seth's voice. Everything about Seth was toned down. I respect you. You're a warrior. You went out there and fought. Your father's proud of you. I want to shake your hand. Thank you. Goodbye. 
segment would have been over. You would have had the turn we talked about. And I think people would have bought into Seth Rollins as that baby face. However, Seth comes out, blasts Cody in the back of the head with the sledgehammer. They get some heat. You know, one of the things that does, I'm a big, you know, proponent of connecting the dots. Three dots, three little dots. You know what those three little dots mean? What? Now what? So now what? Seth comes out, blasts Cody in the back of the head. Right? Yep. Why didn't all of the agents, referees, producers try to stop him? Why didn't they try to get the sledgehammer away from him when the sledgehammer was on the floor? Those are the little things that matter. Those are the little things that I would have liked to have seen done. I liked the heat afterwards. I liked what Seth did to Cody. I think it worked. I think it worked fantastically. And the reason why it works so well is because they drew the people in with the Uber baby face promo on the front end. But I see things on the back end that don't make sense. This is where I wished they had a little bit more continuity. But for the most part, an excellent segment. You're right. Corey Graves, who sides on, you know, a a bit of a heel on commentary, even uh, hoping and wishing that somebody would come out there and help Cody. Job well done. I don't know what more I could possibly say about it. I would have liked to have seen just a little bit more attention paid to getting the weapon away from Seth, not pulling it out of his hand, but it was laying there. Why didn't what, you know, most of those agents and producers are former wrestlers. Why not try to get the weapon away from him? All right. Well, let me you, because you, you pull know. the weapon away, you can get the weapon away from him, and Seth can still do the dirty work by curb stomping Cody's uh, bad peck. True. No, you're right, and they could have done that. It kind of goes back to that sledgehammer and the use of the sledgehammer in the match that they had at Hell in a Cell. But bully, let me ask you this. Let me ask you the obvious question: Is it the right decision? Because we talked about it on the show yesterday. Listen. Cody Rhodes has left a huge void on Monday Night Raw. Cody Rhodes, to me, since WrestleMania, has been the face of Monday Night Raw. We even have seen a Cody clock, the countdown the next time you're going to see Cody. And it's worked for the WWE. Did they make the right decision keeping Seth Rollins a monster hero? Because they definitely made a decision, and it could have went either way. That's the beauty, by the way, of... Seth Rollins bully, as you said it, just for those, what? how long was Seth in the ring with Cody? 60 seconds? But, yeah, in, those, but, but in those 60 no, seconds. No, wait, no, and during the promo? When, when he went in the ring with Cody, how long was Seth in the ring with Cody for? No, they were in the, they were in the ring for a couple of minutes together. Okay, but in that time, he went from being the most hated man to the most loved man. Like, that's the beauty of Seth Rollins. There's so much emotional investment in Seth Rollins that you could do anything with his character. Because like you just said, Bully, he has people eating out of the palm of his hand. So let me ask you, did the WWE make the right decision 
with Seth Rollins last night? I think in retrospect, after seeing the entire show and what happened with Edge, I think they did make the right decision. This Cody situation has definitely put them in a spot where they need a top baby face on Monday Night Raw. Could Seth have been that top baby face based on what they did last night? Yes, but not counting the aftermath. If it would have just ended with the in-ring, yes, I believe they could have turned Seth. But if you turn Seth, who's your top heel on Monday Night Raw? You really don't have one. No. So they went to a guy that they can count on and they have always counted on in edge. The, the judgment day does not mean as much to the WWE as of this very moment as filling the top singles baby face spot on Monday Night Raw. And that's what they're doing with edge. Yeah. And it's, it's they, it, they, it, they were, they were, they were dealt a hand. And they tried to play it the best they could. That, that's how I looked at it by the time the show was over last night. Yeah, and, and isn't it amazing, Bully, in this short amount of time? Because Cody just debuted at WrestleMania. You know, that's just two months ago. Isn't it crazy in this short amount of time, in two months, that Cody is as big as he is in the WWE? Because... I would think you'd have to say, Bully, that Cody was the definition of a mid-carder when he left the WWE over six years ago. But now in, in a short span of two months that they have to change all their programming because of the loss of Cody Rhodes. It, it happens. It, it's happened before. And listen, they're going to even more uh, a change of programming and all hands on deck because we're getting John Cena in 20 days in San Antonio. So not only have they turned edge, ba- turned edge baby face last night, they've now called in Cena. They've called in a heavy hitter. Yeah. We didn't get the announcement of John Cena before Cody's injury. Did we? No, that just happened last night. So th- this is one of those situations where we have a major injury on our hands, a baby face that we had figured in for the long run at the top of the card is not going to be here for a minimum of six months. What do we do? We need top tier baby faces. You can't just turn to Cena. They had to turn edge. They're bringing Cena back in Seth might be a good top heel for Cena. Edge has to kind of fight, uh, has to uh, fight the judgment day, doesn't he? Well, I mean, well, and I want to get into that, Bully, because like you said, there is a trickle-down effect because of what happened to Cody, and it definitely fit right into what took place with the judgment day, and we'll get into that when Bully and I are back right here on Busted Open. Hear what's happening around the globe on World of Basketball. Had a great opportunity last night. One of the highlights of my, uh, really my career at the premiere of the new Adam Sandler movie called Hustle. I was fortunate enough to be asked to play myself. It's the best basketball movie in terms of the action and the play on the court that you'll ever see. New episodes of World of Basketball, hosted by Fran Fraschilla, are released Thursdays on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? 
Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Were you surprised by Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley turning on edge last night? Yes, without a doubt. I did not see it coming. Um, I don't think anybody saw it coming. Anybody who did say they saw it coming is full of crap. It was out of nowhere, and they they did what they had to do. This this, this was not planned. This was not in the cards. They they stuck Finn Balor in. I, the promo beforehand felt a little forced. I'm saying to myself, if. Finn Balor wanted to be a part of the Judgment Day so bad. Why wait for Monday Night Raw? Why not have done it the night before at Hell in a Cell? Finn, AJ, and Liv lost the match. Why not have had Finn turn the night before? That would have made a lot more sense. But you never know when these creative decisions were made. Um, This is where the connecting of the dots, you know, comes into play. And what are those little three dots called? You know what they're uh, called, Dave? A, what, what, did, what did you say? I said, uh, what is it again? Please, because I got to write this down. Ellipses. <laughs> Ellipses. Ellipses. Those are the three dots. And what color yeah. are the dots? They're black. How do you say black in French? How do you say black in French, Bully? Noir. Noir. Okay, noir. noir. Nice, nice. Where'd you learn that? From? As in your noir? favorite, as in your favorite uh uh fragrance dracar oh god i still i still wear it dracar cool water 
Fahrenheit. Great. I still wear that. But anyway, Bully, seriously, like, yeah, it seemed so odd from right from the beginning. Jupe is another one I wear. Uh, <laughs> bully, bully uh, it seemed odd. Like, Finn, it, it did feel, like, so awkward. Like, yes, like, you know, we had a conversation last night. It was like, what? Like, what? Where, where, like, where is this going? Come on, guys. You could have come up with something a little bit more creative and that complete disconnect with Finn Balor. And if you looked at the, I was looking at the faces, like even Rhea looked a bit uncomfortable out there last yeah. night uh, during the promo segment. Uh, Finn's verbiage was forced uh, to me. I did like the job that Priest did with his verbiage, the clothesline out of nowhere on, on edge, good heat afterwards i like Rhea breaking the chair apart i like the fish hook of edge's mouth yes. like the cross face that they put on him i like the concerto afterwards um good heat people were definitely pissed off at the judgment day i think they're going to be fully behind edge whenever edge does come back they said that he was at a medical facility um with uh, a head contusion or s- something to that effect so I think they did the best job that they could with the hand that they were dealt. That's, that's the really the only spin I can put on it. I, they, they probably showed up if they didn't know the night before they showed up on Monday and, and this was the deal. Vince told them, here's what we're doing. This is the call we got to make. And that's it. Personally, I would have liked to have seen Finn turn the night before out of nowhere would have made more sense Finn comes out with the judgment day because now we have a double, double swerve. You make your yeah. faces at me over there. Like you don't like the idea. No, I, I, I'm not saying I don't like the idea. I, I, I what, what I'm saying bully is this, like everything you're saying is hundred percent right. And I know it's a trickle down effect from Cody, but I'm going to be honest with you. I, I really didn't hate it. Um, and here's why. Like, a lot of people on social media hated it. A lot of people said that, that this whole thing was rushed, that it wasn't the right time. I I, I didn't hate it because I don't think, Bully, that the fans were buying in. Honestly, I've said it here on the show. It took me a while to start to buy in, and I just started to buy in. That is not the case with the WWE Universe. Bully, we've said it countless times. How many times have we seen them in the ring talking and they're getting what chance? Like, I don't, I don't think the fans were fully behind the judgment day. And I don't think fully the fans were behind edge and this new character. They just weren't. I get the trickle down effect. I get Cody's gone. They got to fill that void, but I didn't hate the change because the fans just never really bought the judgment day. I believe that we were getting more of creative's version of the judgment day than what was in edges head edges version of the judgment day might've been a little bit different. And I believe that the judgment day were starting to turn the corner. I really do. But the Cody situation, the Cody industry uh, uh, injury just throws a monkey wrench into the whole situation. Look at what they had to do. They had to turn Edge babyface out of nowhere. They had to get Cena on the phone. Um, 
who knows what other changes could be made. But we did get some great swerves last night, you know, obviously with, with the Seth swerve. And the reason I would have loved to have seen Finn turn at Hell in a Cell is we would have got the Finn turn. The Judgment Day would have went over. Judgment Day would have come out with Finn. Now you think the Judgment Day has these four members. And then they turn on Edge on Monday night. That would have been one hell of a good swerve from Hell in a Cell into Monday Night Raw. But they wanted to promote on Monday Night Raw that there was going to be a new member of Judgment Day. Thus, you have to tune in. And that's why they did not give it away. And, and Bully, I would have went with your scenario. Your scenario that you just brought up was so much better than what they did for a couple of different reasons. You're right. They were promoting that there was going to be a new member. They said that. But I think a lot of people were thinking, what? Bray Wyatt. A lot of people on social media, I was seeing it. We're going to see Bray Wyatt come back. So when Finn Balor came out there, I think a lot of fans were disappointed. But to your point, man, if you would have had, I, I think you would have still been able to accomplish what you wanted to do, Bully, by having Finn turn at Hell in a Cell. Because then people were going to tune in on Monday to hear what Finn had to say and how this all fits together. And then you could have had the swerve on edge. It would have worked better. It would have made a hell of a lot more sense. And it would have gave a little continuity to the storyline instead of getting what we saw last night was, to me, a little bit off base. And it's funny, Bully, because you said nobody saw this coming. If anybody says they saw it coming, they're full of shit. I'm going to be honest with you, Bully. I saw it coming. And you may say that I'm full of shit. But the reason I saw it coming was because of Damian Priest. Now, I'm a big fan, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that watch the series Cobra Kai. It's, it's, it's hugely popular. Terry Silver and John Kreese to end the last season, Terry Silver turned on Sensei Kreese and used almost the exact verbiage that Damian Priest used last night. Because what was he saying? We, we got, what was it that he said? We have to lose this this weakness and, 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 and Paul stop with the spoiler alert. All right. The last season has been on Netflix for seven months. This isn't a spoiler for God's sakes. What did Damien priest? We got to shed that last bit of weakness. We got to shed our limitations, right? That's exactly what Terry silver said. As far as a Cobra, what does a Cobra do? Shed the skin. I got to shed that weakness. And that's exactly what happened on Cobra Kai. So as soon as Damian Priest said that, I'm like, oh my God, they are going to turn on edge. And that's exactly what happened last night on Raw. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with borrowing from other areas of entertainment and bringing it into the wrestling ring. Uh, it worked last night. I didn't see it coming. I didn't watch that season of Cobra Kai. I think I saw the first season, and maybe that was, the, you know, obviously it wasn't from the first season. You said it was from the last season. No, it's from the last season, yeah. I, I, I didn't see it. I think they jumped the shark after the first season with uh, with Cobra Kai. Anyway, you, you couldn't be. Take. By the way, you okay. couldn't be more wrong. Okay, you could fine. not be more okay. wrong. 
That okay, series is amazing, and the last season was maybe the best season of them all. But continue, sir. Okay, that's nice. Um, don't mention so, that. By uh, the way, don't mention that on commentary, all right? Because then you're going to lose everybody. So don't okay. mention you're, you're you losing me right now. On you're losing me right now. So okay? continue, sir. Okay, you're continue, losing me right sir. now. So do me a favor, continue. just sit Death there match and, God. Go ahead. and just zip your yes. pie hole. Um, I thought the turn came out of nowhere. I thought it was well executed. I liked the heat. Here's the problem. I don't think the judgment day is going to be very valuable without edge. Do you see priest stepping up and taking edge's spot? Or do you see them all being equal partners in the judgment day? It's probably going to be equal partners. And here's the thing. You, what was the whole thing with edge? Rhea Ripley wasn't being used the way that she should have been. You know, Damian Priest was complaining about the way he was being used. You can make the same case with Finn Balor, right? You know, Finn Balor, after that injury, when he had to give up the Universal Championship, has never been treated or used the way that a lot of people thought that he should. You need a leader. You need that top guy. Edge was that perfect guy. Now there's no leader. It. It's not going to be what I think they originally planned this faction to be without Edge. Uh, I don't think so either. And I think that the, these talents, especially Rhea, is going to be forced and forced to step up. Now, I was very happy last night with the main event of Raw. We talked about it yesterday, about who should be challenging Bianca for the Women's World Championship on Raw. I wanted to see B Rhea. And it was Rhea last night. Rhea getting the victory over the three other women in that uh, in that uh, four-way match. So we'll probably see Rhea go off on her own with Bianca. Obviously, when Edge comes back, he's going to most likely feud with Priest and with Finn. And the Judgment Day, I think, will be... a. I would say about a, a looser fitting unit than the cohesive unit that they were with edge. I, I still think it was a good segment. I think the turn, like you said, I thought the promo from priest was good. The turn. I mean, I, I, I felt the pain that edge was going through. So I thought a very good segment from the judgment day last night. We also got maybe the shittiest segment in the history of Monday night raw last night. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show, bully, but what I do want to do when we come back is talk to the nation. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. I think the nation probably knows what I'm going to talk about later on in the show when I talk about the shittiest segment. The person who came up with that should be fired. I hope that person had a pink slip in their locker when they came into work this morning and is now sitting at a park bench with wand ads in his hands waiting to find another job. And I wouldn't hire you, pal. I wouldn't hire you. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser, and I was just honored as the first woman to win the Sports Emmy Lifetime Achievement. This month, as we celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX, my podcast, In Conversation with Leslie Visser, will take a deeper look into the landmark legislation. We'll hear from some of the greatest female icons, Cheryl Miller, Julie Foudy, Dominique Dawes, Val Ackerman, and Jessica Mendoza. So please listen and subscribe on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Now, Bully, I need you. I, I, I need. I need your help on this next one. All right. What do you got? What do you got? Right. What do you need? And I what want, do you need? What do you right, got? Bully, I need you. I need you to to really like. I need you here. Okay. I need the Hall of Fame mind that is Bully ready to get me through this. What I saw last night. Now, I made a joke on the show, Bully. I mentioned about how Oscar lost. Last week on Monday Night Raw, clean, one, two, three. Right? Right. Then I saw Oscar lose at the pay-per-view, clean in the middle of the ring, one, two, three. Right? Right. Then I made the joke on the show yesterday. I said, you know what? The next thing we're going to see is Oscar involved in the 24-7 segment. Bully. Not only we did we see Oscar in the 24-7 segment last night. We saw Becky Lynch in the 24-7 segment last night. I mean, come on, Bully. Who came up with that shit? Who wrote that shit? Whoever wrote that segment last night, let's just, for for this segment, for this show, let's call him Joe. Let's say Joe, right? Vince McMahon said, hey, Joe. We need you to come up with a segment involving Oscar and Becky Lynch. All right? Joe, put down his sippy cup and then put down his ju- juice box, right? And his yodels and came up with that shit fuck segment that I had to watch on the show last night. That guy, Joe, should be fired. He should have came into his house, all right? Somebody should have called him when he came home from the show and said, you're fired. Or... They made him drive all the way down I-95 to Stanford, Connecticut. Wait till he got it to work. Opened up his locker and there was a big seg- big slip in, 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 in there for that segment last night. Joe should be fired today. Fired, bully. Fired. Fired. Joe is fired because you're useless. You're worthless. No more worthless. juice boxes for useless. you. No more juice boxes. No more yodels. Nothing. You get nothing. You get nothing. You're worthless. You're using Asuka and Becky Lynch for a 24-7 segment. Are you kidding me right now?
This is bullshit. You gotta be nuts. Joe should be fired. You're fired, Joe. You're fired. Becky Lynch and Oscar in a 24-7 championship segment. And then Becky's like, is actually having a match for the 24-7 championship. And then Oscar caught, like we actually are going to crown 24-7 champion. Beck, help me here. Bo- I need your help. You're not helping me. Help me. Uh, honestly, I don't know what you're talking about. I like oh the my. segment. If, if you tell me, wait a second. Don't don't even go there where you're like, I thought it was, ent- I actually thought it was entertainment. Okay, Mike in Connecticut. I actually thought that the segment last night was entertaining. Good use of Becky Lynch. I, I don't understand how you're not understanding the story that they're trying to tell. It's the demise of Becky. It's crystal clear. I thought the segment was entertaining. Oh, shut I, up. I think no, you couldn't be, no, stop I, it. Stop I it. You could not be any more wrong with your take and your assessment. Joe should be fired. Joe? It's, 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 you just hate the WWE. Uh-oh, stop. Oh, my God. Now you're, now you're pissing me off. All I've been doing this morning is praising the WWE. That's because you had no choice because those segments were good. The oh, Becky God. and Oscar segment you make no was sense not when that you speak, bad. Sir. Don't you use needed... this type of take on commentary because then it's going to be the last I'm time you do I'm telling you. You just don't know how to watch the WWE. Oh my anymore. god! Yeah, that's right. I, You're right. I am You're starting right. to think. I forgot to take my Flintstone vitamins before I watched Raw last I'm night. I'm starting to think that many of these people on social media are correct when it comes to how they feel about you. You are a WWE hater. Oh, really? Okay, Mr. WWE shill. If you you're a shill, a if shill. you talk about that I'm segment from last night and you say you don't you dare, don't you dare use the word entertaining when talking was, about that segment I was last entertained night. Entertained by it. Oh my god, I can't talk to you anymore. I cannot talk to you anymore. That's why Dear Heavenly see, Father up you, in heaven. You I swear. A, you threw out a tweet last night. About the Becky and Oscar segment. And then I uh, answered your tweet with a gif of Sylvester Stallone rolling his eyes. And you thought that that was me agreeing with you. No, I was rolling my eyes at you. You don't get the story. You've been waiting and waiting and waiting to get to the 11 o'clock hour just so you could throw this rant out. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. The 24-7 champion, bully, the 24-7 championship is an ongoing joke that won't end. That won't end over and over and over and over again. One asshole in the back thinks it's funny, and everybody with their juice boxes, they got to drop it and chase. Please, enough already. I want to see Oscar in the main event. I want to see Beck. This is not what they should be doing. It wasn't entertaining. It was a joke that went awry.
It's not time. All right, sir. And Becky. All right, good, sir. Is that is that a marble rye like Seinfeld? Oh, wait, you don't watch Seinfeld. Okay. Watch the marble rye episode. Okay. No, thank you. Because you're starting to no, act like you. that grandma. You know what? No, thank you. Because that show, unlikable her. people, just like all the people that run after that 24 Shut episode. up, you old bag. Anyway. <laughs> I got ulcers talking about the 24. Talking about right the 24 now, Becky and Oscar are not involved in the world championship picture. It's Bianca and Rhea. There's a story going on right now with oh Becky. It's the demise of her sanity. Demise of sanity. Another almighty black label Armada song. You just don't get it. I can't believe you have this take. Why do you hate the WWE so much? Bully, why do you on the air say I hate the WWE so much? Because I didn't like one segment. I actually defended the the Judgment Day segment. Where would you rather have me say it? Do you want me to say it to you on the phone behind closed doors? Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I, I hate the WWE as much as you hate AEW. Oh, I love That's impossible. You always hear me put AEW over to the moon. Oh, please. Always ask who's the biggest. Wait, who's the biggest AEW fan on Busted Open? It's Ryan McKinnell. Even Ryan McKinnell will tell you. I can't even say AEW. You can't even say that. That is a horrible chess move. That's a horrible chess move. Oh, please. uh, Most people on social media know it. That you just love to go off on your rants and your tirades about the WWE. You're always complaining about something. They're more entertaining than the 24-7 championship segments that have to get put through every single Monday night. Now, I thought that was fun last night. Oh, dear God, stop it. I got a good chuckle out of it. I'm going to the phones. I'm going to the phones. I'm sure they disagree with you also. we're We're going to the phones, please. We're going... No. No, I'm telling you right now, don't have these types of takes on Saturdays. But when it comes Listen, to this conversation, my takes are fair oh, and they're oh. dead on balls. That is you're, not fair. You saying that the 20. Wait a minute. But, well, I, I can't even look opinion. at you. I can't even look. I got to look away. You saying that the 24 7. Oh my God. What happened to the back of your head? That, please. Did you have uh, your by head the way, I have a lovely like back that? of the head. You, ha- you saying that the 24-7 championship segments are entertaining. I can't even look at you in the eye. I can't even look at you in the eye. Let's go out to Bama Dave. You're bitching Dave? about my opinion on something. I'm not well, bitching your about yours. To you saying that I hate the WWE. You're be just more a wrong. WWE I put over that pay-per-view. Hater. I put over that pay-per-view to the moon, pal. Hashtag. To the moon, pal. Hashtag WWE hater. And by the way, WWE loves me. Did you watch the WWE Evil series? Who was featured? Dave LaGreca. Fucking all over that shit, man. And you still bury them. I don't bury them. I love them. Let's go out to the phones. You are an eagle maniac. Let's go out to the phones. Let's go out to Bama Dave. What's going on, Bama Dave? Good morning, Dave and Bully. Help me here, Bama Dave. Dave, I wish I really, you know, I love you, and I really wish I could, but I, I'm agreeing with Bully on this one. See, well, I, oh, don't hang up on him, Bama Dave. Please tell please Dave Greco why you agree with me. Please hear me out. When Becky lost, uh, oh shit, we lost Bama Dave. You, what happened to Bama Dave? You see, and, and you just proved my point. You just proved my point. You took a call 
from a guy who listens religiously every Pam single day, day Love Pam for three day. hours and you hung up on him because he agreed with me and disagreed with no. you. You no. sore loser bitch. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second here. All right. He went through a tunnel. What am I supposed to do? Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.